Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Two Friends and Podcast, uh, the show where two friends are just going to sit down and talk about whatever the fuck we want and probably get off topic near the end. So just be ready. Uh, (laughs) My name's Cody. I'm one of your hosts, and this is Rebecca. Hello. Yes. Okay. Uh, Each week, we're going to choose a topic to talk about and basically just tell you what we think about it. All right. So what's our topic this week, Rebecca? We are doing New Year's resolution. Oh, okay. And you don't think that's a little late? Uh, well, I mean, like, (laughs) now we know, we're going into this knowing what has happened so far with the New Year's resolutions. Because if we had done this January 1st, we would have been a lot more confident in ourselves than we are now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's the fucking truth. Uh, like, my, (laughs) my resolution has already been shot to hell. So, like... I decided uh, not even to try this year. <laughs> like, I know oh it never God. goes well, so I didn't even <laughs> try this year. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to do like a month by month thing, but like New Year's resolutions, I knew I was going to fail. <laughs> so I just didn't even try. I think, <laughs> I get it. I've only ever had like two go well, but we'll get into that later. Oh, oh my gosh. So... Okay, well, let's start with the resolutions that we made this year. Do you want to go first, or would you like me to go? Oh, you can go ahead. Okay, so my resolution this year is to, it's very simple. It is just to lose some weight, which, as plus-size people, is sometimes pretty much always on the (laughs) resolution. I think that's been, like, the only New Year's resolutions I've ever set for myself. I think it's been, like, every year to lose weight, and it never, never happens. Yeah, I, for context for people listening, if you don't know us in real life, we are both plus size, and I don't want to speak for Rebecca, but I have been plus size pretty much my whole life. Yeah, same. And I, I'm okay with my body now. Like, it took me a hot minute to, you know, find self-love and all that. And I'm okay being bigger. I just know that for my health and for the future of my health, I do need to lose some weight. Uh, because my family has a history of diabetes <laughs> on both sides. And I've got a predisposition to being overweight on my mom's side, which you met my mom at one point, I think, right? Me? Yeah, yeah. I've met your mom a few times. Yeah. And you met her when she was plus size. She's actually not anymore. Oh, really? I did not know that. Wow, good for her. Yeah, she's like a, I wouldn't say skinny, but like she's... She's a little lady now. Like, wow. She has, now mind you, my mom is 45. Yeah, 45, about to turn 46. And so she's got like extra skin from being plus size because she was significantly overweight. Right. And I don't say that negatively because I'm also significantly overweight. But she does have extra skin. So it makes her look bigger than she actually is. But like when she puts on clothes, she can. She will put on her old clothes, and they will literally just fall off her. That's crazy. Good for her. Like, I need her secrets, because... She... (laughs) What was it that... I know there's, like, a term for what she did, but she didn't know what she was doing. Basically, she was, like, always in caloric deficit. Mm -hmm. So the weight just kind of fell off naturally for her over time. Right. And... And they say that's the best way to do it, is, like, calories in, calories out. It's the simplest, but. Yes, I wish 
that would work better for me. I am so bad about actually tracking what I eat that I like. I'm like, yeah, it's close enough, but but it's not. I I hate having to inhibit myself. Like, I don't want to not be eating because I'm hungry. Right. Like, I've been taking what is it called? I keep wanting to say ginkgo biloba, but that's not it. <laughs> Uh, I've been taking something to help with my appetite Mm -hmm. because I think that's my one of my biggest like hurdles is the fact that I'm hungry like all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like I can always eat. Right. And my self-control is not where it needs to be for me to not eat when I'm hungry. Well, that sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) Eat when you're hungry, people. (laughs) Just don't be me and overeat to the point of this. Don't eat when you think you're hungry, but you're actually not. Yeah. And, like, that's a, the, yeah, that's a big problem with me, too, is because if I, like, know that I can't eat or, like, I shouldn't be eating, I'm going to, like, want to eat even more <laughs> yes. than I normally would. <laughs> it's emotional eating. Right. That's another huge thing for me. And thankfully, I've gotten better about it in the last few years. And, like, so many of the comfort foods that I would emotionally eat are, like, I can't really have much anymore. Like, mac and cheese was a big one. Ice cream. Like, shit like that. The comfort foods. I can't really have too much of anymore because of fucking dairy. Mm. Um, I'm lactose... I hate to say intolerant because then people are like, well, why aren't you dead? So I'll say sensitive. I'm lactose sensitive. So it fucks up my entire digestive system when I have dairy. <laughs> See, it, it just hurts you talk about dairy and it's angry. Uh-huh. Because cheese is one of my favorite foods. I fucking love cheese. And it hates me. My, like, main one is Chinese food. Like, I could live off of fried rice. (laughs) It is so... I don't eat... Like, when I am tracking my calories, I don't even put it in there. Because I'm like, it's going to be, like, my entire day's worth of calories in one meal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, nope. And it's not... So that's a weakness. (laughs) unfortunately it's not even that filling no it's like i could eat all of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and since we're bigger our bodies are already like you need to eat more (laughs) you need to and then you're like two pans deep into some fucking fried rice being like what am i doing here right and i've like never i've never like addressed like eating eating disorders like binge eating and stuff like that but so i'm kind of like you i have like pretty much my whole family on both sides has been bigger like my grandparents on my dad's side weren't that big but like my grandma definitely struggled with like fluctuating weight but like my mom my mom's mom my dad my aunt my dad's brother my cousin her daughter like we're all big people (laughs) like my uncle on my mom's Mm -hmm. side we're, we're all big people and like my mom actually did really well. Um, she did Weight Watchers, which she's way better at it than I am. But she had lost a, a good amount of weight. She had, like, gotten down, like, to my size or a little smaller, which she started out at, like, probably 300 or so like that. She was definitely bigger than me, which she's taller than me, so it makes sense. But, like, she had lost down a lot. And then after my grandma passed away, she's kind of gained some of that back. But she did a really good job. And she has the problem, not to, like, call her out or anything, because I, I, like, have it too, is that we'll, like, do really good, and we'll, like, withhold stuff from ourselves too much, 
And then, like, oh, if we, we if we mess up a little bit, we're like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all or nothing, and that, I think that's, like, our problem with a lot of things. Like, if I get, like, if I'm dieting and I get upset, I'll, like, go to McDonald's and eat, like, two cheeseburgers, a large fry, 10-piece nugget, and McFlurry. <laughs> like, it's so bad. So, I think, well, <laughs> I think a big thing for me and why i'm doing my new year's resolutions this way this year instead of like saying i'm gonna lose weight as my new year's resolution i'm trying to do small things at a time so like my january goal was to not drink regular soda so i didn't go straight to water because i know i have a soda obsession like i drink soda like water like i don't drink anything else (laughs) so my january was to switch at least your a Never mind, continue. Okay. <laughs> My January was to at least switch to diet sodas, which aren't the greatest either. But at least it's a start. At least I'm taking the sugar out, and then eventually I can take the bubbles out. But yeah, I'm trying to do a little bit of the times, a little bit at a time, so I don't completely like blow myself up, go crazy. Yeah, I and that's why like diet stuff. What were the numbers? It, it was, like, 90% of dieting does not work. Like, right. for most people, it does not work. Because it's so hard to, A, stick to it after so long of, like, letting yourself do what you want. And also because so many of them are so restrictive, which is mm-hmm. not the way to do it. Like, I've been getting, which is so, like, not what I want to see on my Instagram. But, like, I've been getting a lot of, like, fitness Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. And so many of them are like, if you want to lose weight, you gotta stop like cutting shit out cold turkey because it doesn't work. Right. Like, and gonna, these like, are the fit miserable. people being like, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, because you're and just that's gonna what want it is. It you feel shit. Right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I I want to lose weight for you know my future and the possibility of diabetes, all that, and kind of on a vain level, which I'm not saying this is a reason to lose weight, but like I do want to feel a little more attractive. <laughs> To the everyday person. Yeah, like, I feel that. There are plenty of chubby chasers out there. And tr- I, I get fucking messages from them every day. Like, <laughs> I, I know I'm attractive to a certain type of person. But What did you get, what did you get yesterday? What was the... <laughs> sweet <laughs> thickness. Sweet he called thickness. me sweet thickness. <laughs> and I... And what's wild is, on that specific app, you can't see anything below, like, here. <laughs> like, and for the listeners, because you can't see this, below, like, my, I will say, like, my breastbone. You can't see anything below that. So he has no idea what's going on below my titties. Like, he doesn't know what's happening. It, <laughs> and to call me sweet thickness? <laughs> That's the name of a barbecue sauce. Like, (laughs) it's my new stripper name. (laughs) I'm opening an OnlyFans under the name Sweet Thickness now. So thank you, Adam. Thickness on OnlyFans. (laughs) Get ready. There's some real saucy content coming. Oh God, (laughs) that was so stupid. (laughs) But. But yeah, like I want to <laughs> I want to feel a little more attractive because in the gay community, it's hard out here for a big boy. 
like straight guys don't have to worry about it quite so much, which you can attest to. Yeah. Straight chubby guys are not as maligned as gay chubby guys. Yeah, dad bots, as far as girls go, have gone, like, I feel like they're more popular than some other body types now. Which, I mean, like, oh, yeah. so my uh, my fiancé, Nick, he's bigger than me, like, much bigger than me. And, like, that's fine and everything. I'm, I've always been more concerned about his health than anything else. I just want him to, like, be healthy because I want him to not die. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any issues with his body as far as, like, what he looks like. I've just always wanted him to be healthy and not have health issues. Mm-hmm. And then as far as myself goes, yeah, I definitely want to look better, too. Because uh, I just got engaged last month. And, like, looking at my... Well, I guess it's month before... December. I got engaged in December. And, like, looking at my engagement photos like i love them but then it's like i immediately go to my double chin like in all the pictures i'm like oh, i yeah. look like a hog <laughs> so do not look like a hog <laughs> oh my god to myself i do so i don't yeah. i don't i don't want that i don't want that issue when i have my wedding pictures i don't want to look and look look back on my wedding pictures and be like i look like a cow <laughs> i don't want <laughs> I, like, I don't want that. So, yeah, that's the <laughs> reason why I'm trying to yeah. be better, too. I mean, that's that's pretty relatable for most plus-size people who aren't, like, Lizzo-level confident. Right. And you... <laughs> because I, wish, I, I wish I had that level of not giving a fuck. <laughs> that's why I hate taking pictures of myself so much, is because, one, I also have a double chin. When I've got facial hair, it's not quite as bad. But, like, when we were on vacation at... (laughs) (laughs) You're Kathy Bates, an American Horror Story freak show. Um... (laughs) So when we went to Universal, I kind of had, like, a near fight with my parents, especially my dad, about taking pictures. Because I was like, I don't mind if pictures are taken of me, but you need to understand that I'm going to have final say on them. And you don't get to post anything anywhere. (laughs) Like, unless I give explicit permission, you don't get to post anything anywhere. I am 25 years old. I will find it. I will take it down. (laughs) Because I know your passwords. (laughs) And my dad and I actually got into, like, a little bit of a spat in the Spongebob store. Which is where I took that picture that I sent you for your wedding website. Mm -hmm. Of, like, I was trying to take a picture in, like, they have a replica of Spongebob's, like, armchair. The one that's made out of the, like, flotation devices. And I was trying to take a picture in it, and Allie was the one taking it, and so I knew she would do it because she is also plus size. So she knows how to take angles. Like, she knows what looks good. She knows how to do it. And then my dad literally comes up behind her, puts his phone over her shoulder, and takes a picture of me after I told him specifically, not five minutes before, don't do that. Like, I don't want you to do that because I know what you're going to do with it, and you're going to make me look like shit. And so he and I got into a little bit of an altercation. But it just, it frustrates me. But anyway, yeah, it's also, to piggyback off of what you said, it's also a little bit because I do want to look a little bit better for your wedding. Because Aww. I know that there's going to be a lot of pictures taken that day. Definitely. And I I need to be more comfortable in my body in a pic. We're also going to have a cinematic videographer, so good luck. <laughs> a what? 
A cinematic videographer? Jesus. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just trying to find my groove of like how I want to go about it. Because last year, probably at the beginning of December, I had actually decided like it's time. Like you've spent the last two years not doing very much. You've gained weight. Like it's time to do something about it. And I had actually been pretty good for the first few weeks of December. I was doing near daily exercises. I'm not going to say it was every day because it wasn't. Because there are some days where I was like, and one of my ankles got fucked up like two weeks in. So I had like a few days where I was like, I can't, I can barely walk on this foot. We're not doing it. (laughs) So I was good through that. And then we went to Universal and I got completely thrown off track. And I'm very sorry for bringing this up. My mom is going to be listening to this episode. So I know she's going to hear what I'm about to say. And she, she knows that I had an issue with it. We had a conversation about it and it was, we worked it out. But she and my Nene said some things to me that, basically destroyed any sort of like self-esteem work that I had made through the past few weeks to the point of I still haven't done anything now like it it's wild that your parents have such an effect over you but like it just mm, (laughs) my level of like I'm doing this went from here to all the way down here and it turns out she she didn't mean what I thought she meant Because I thought she was saying what I was doing wasn't good enough. Because I think that's what comes to every child's mind (laughs) when their parent is telling them something. (laughs) And that wasn't what she was saying at all. She was actually meaning something completely different, which is fine. But it still fucked me up and I'm still working through it. And I want to get back on track. I want to lose some weight. I just, I'm ready for a different body. Like, to be completely honest, I'm just ready for something easier to move in, easier to use. That doesn't necessarily, yeah, that doesn't necessarily get dirty looks at certain establishments. Like, I'm okay with my body. I do love myself on some level. It's just, I'm ready for new. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm ready to move on from this. Seeing my mom being able to do it, seeing my nena being able to do it, like, because my nena has lost weight too. Although, she has been sick, so she's, she's sick thin. Not for with the extra right skin. reasons. <laughs> yeah. She's sick, thin, with extra skin. That's her new tagline. So that was my resolution. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I'm, like, pretty much on the same lines. Like I said, I'm trying to do it small bits because, like, I've seen... I, my On my side, I've seen people do it and then it come back so easily. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put myself in a situation where it can come back so easily. Like, my fiancé, yeah. he had lost 120 pounds. Wow. Yeah, at the beginning of last year. And he was just, like, counting calories and working out at the gym. Because men lose, like, (laughs) men do lose weight a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Possibly not for you, but, like, for him, it seemed like we could do the exact same thing and he'd lose three times the weight. But he just did it in such a way that, like, when he went back, because, so, when I got pregnant last year, I... I decided that I didn't want to do, like, much processed food for the baby. And that kind of went out of the window with morning sickness. But we kind of started going away from that. <laughs> like, I didn't want to do artificial sugar and, like, processed food. And the way he tracked his calories is we had a lot of processed food, like, because it was easier to track. 
Like, we'd have pre-made meals and stuff like that that he would just microwave. And they're not the greatest for you, but as far as, like, being able to closely monitor how many calories are going into you, they're great. And yeah. he, was, he was on diet drinks and doing that. And, like, when he couldn't do that anymore, he just, like, completely... And, and I'm sure it was stress, too. He just kind of didn't give a fuck because, like, last year was horrible. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, like, switched jobs, I got pregnant, we had to move out of our house, like, a month after I got pregnant, and then we lost the baby, and, like, it was a whole shit show of a year. So I think stress has something to do with that, too. But seeing him, like, lose that much weight, and then gain it all back, and seeing my mom lose that much weight, and then gain it all back, I want to be, I want to put myself in a position that if stress comes, like, I'm able to handle it and not go completely back to where I started. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I need to, like, in the process of losing weight, find different ways to cope with stuff so that when I get stressed, I won't just eat my feelings. That's a that's a really good point. And to go off of what you said earlier, I actually, I kind of do think men lose weight a little bit easier. And I say that because for me, that's the truth. I don't have access to a gym where I live. The only gyms that are anywhere near me are at least a 20-minute drive. Right. And they cost 60 or more dollars a month, which is not possible for me. Right. And if I go to the gym regularly, and I say that from past experience, I do lose weight pretty easily. Like, I want to say it was like the first year we moved to Florida. I was going to the gym decently regularly for about a month, and I lost a good amount of weight. And then I lost my job, so I couldn't pay for the gym anymore, and so I gained it back. And it... Weight fluctuation is just not fun. <laughs> no, not at all. I think it, like, makes your self-confidence lower than, like, you were before you started. Yes, because it makes you feel like a failure. <clears throat> right, because you know you can do it, but you're just not doing it. And I think that's one of the... It's good that you're doing, like, a month-by-month to month thing. Because failing with the New Year's resolution does kind of feel like shit. Like, I've had successes and failures for my resolutions and the failures are awful because usually these resolutions are to better yourself right like they're they're meant to improve your life improve your quality of life improve your mental health whatever and when you fail at it you just feel like shit and so you get put either right back where you were or below where you were right And that's why I feel like the good thing about the month to month is if I fail this month, I can start again next month. Like, whereas if I did like, and I've done this in the past, if I do a New Year's resolution and I screw up this month, I'm not going to go back to it next month. Mm, Like, it's completely out the window where at least this way I can like start new, even if that habit change didn't go well. Like, I have another one to try this month and maybe that'll go well. I think there's also something to be said about, like, making them achievable. Mm-hmm. And like you, you're doing something that's small, but will have a big impact over time. And it's achievable, like not drinking soda for however long you... My memory is terrible, so I already forgot how long you said. <laughs> but, like, these small things that you can do almost on a day-to-day basis that will have long-term improvements. Right. are really good that's achievable so what so what is your like if you were like write it down what is your resolution like i know it's to lose weight but like how much and like how or did you even like outline those points i i didn't like write them down or anything but 
I don't have a set like weight I want to get to mm-hmm. because I don't necessarily think your weight matches how you feel, you right. know? Like I felt good smaller and I felt good bigger. Mm-hmm. I feel fine like for the most part I feel fine now. It's all about where you're at person by person. Mm-hmm. And I just want to I want to be able to look at my body in the mirror and be like this looks better. Like I want to be able to see myself in pictures and not be like, how the fuck could they? They got the one angle that looks like I have 17 chins that makes me look like a fucking toad. Where I'm just like... <laughs> right? How do they do that? I hate I hate other people taking my picture. I would rather take my picture myself every day. Like, <clears throat> when we went wedding dress shopping, at the end, like, I had picked all the people that went with me. It was me, my maid of honor, my aunt, and my mom. And, like, we had one of the people there take a picture of us in front of the sign. <clears throat> and I hated that. So I had my maid of honor take a picture of all of us. And, like, my mom, my aunt and I in front of the sign. I hated that. The only good picture that I got from that whole thing were the pictures my mom took of me in my dress. Because my mom is bigger and knows how to do the angles. And the picture I took myself outside. <laughs> like, those are the only two that I like. Well, the the ones you sent me looked really good. Like, you Thanks. looked good, yeah. Yeah. That and was I don't say that mom. because I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my mom's doing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I feel what you're saying. Like, you always end up with, like, the worst angle you can possibly get. Yes, and it's, like, how? Just how? Because I know I don't look like that on a regular basis. Like, when I'm just standing there, I don't look like a toad. like how did you manage to capture that (laughs) right this is not what i see in the mirror yeah why is it on your camera so i want what i see of myself to be reflected in these photographs you know like the love that i have for myself i want it to be reflected on the camera and the way for me to be able to do that for myself i'm not saying it's for everyone for myself is to get down to a not slimmer but just not as overweight body. Right. Because, again, I don't mind being plus size at all. It's fine. And I get to eat what I want. So. so, is, like, anybody that you know doing any resolutions that might be different than yours or anything like that? Mm, I think my mom is. My siblings don't really give a fuck. They just live their lives, which, good for them. They, they had such different upbringings than I did, and so they're, like... Their whole outfit on everything, and they're Gen Z. So it's like, they, they're they a whole different set of things. But my mom, I think her goal is to keep the weight off this mm-hmm. year. Because she was kind of, at the very end of last year, she was a little disappointed because she had put some weight back on. Although when you look at her, you can't fucking tell. Right. Like, and I told her that, like, you may see that you gained some, no one else can. She lost weight in 2020. I think that's when she did it. And some of it had to do with her situation. Some of it had to do with the grief. Because grief will make you lose weight. Because Mm -hmm. you'll stop doing things the way you normally do. And for context, my mom lost her brother that year. Yeah, I think her resolution this year is to keep the weight off. Because she's really concerned that she's going to get back to where she was. Mm -hmm. I really don't think so. Because the way you did it was slow and steady. And right, they say that's is, the way to do it. And she's, like, developed the habits now to, like, not do that again. Like, she probably couldn't go into a restaurant and eat what she used to be able to eat. Oh, no. 
she doesn't have very much of an appetite just in general anymore. And not in a bad way, just in she... She was like me, where she was always hungry. So she could mm-hmm. always eat. And she was able to... I, I guess I should ask her how she kind of did that. But now, she eats significantly less than she used to. Like, we'll go to a restaurant, and she will, she'll eat maybe half her food. Mm-hmm. Like, and because my mom is... I'm, for context, I'm 5'10", I'm about 300 pounds. My mom is four, no, (laughs) not four (laughs) foot, uh, like five foot four, somewhere in that range. And so she's much tinier than me. And so she doesn't eat a lot just anymore. Like, for context, that's okay for a person her size. (laughs) If it were me, it'd probably be a problem, but (laughs) that's okay for her. So she'll eat barely half her food. Which is so different than it used to be. Like, never mind. I'm not going to put her on blast. <laughs> I was just about to go into a whole thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that to her. Because she I knows. Can save and you I, don't... I can save you from that. So I, I'm okay. the same height as your mom. And I can put some food away. Like, <laughs> I mean, we just talked about it. Like, I, I can eat so much freaking food. But it's oh, yeah. like, you would never think that like, I mean, my size, as far as like weight goes, you, you would, you would think I could do it. But like, <laughs> my size, as far as height goes, you can't. we can say that you cannot. <laughs> oh, you thin ass people. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what that reminds me of? Just to go off on a short tangent. I promise it's short. <laughs> when I was working at the escape room in, well, it was in Alabama, but I was living in Florida because we were like right at the border. There were these two teenagers, and both of them were, like, barely above five feet tall, thin as a fucking stick, like, blot. like, they were just, I, we'll say the ideal woman shape, because that's what society likes to tell us is ideal. (laughs) A few times working there, I would hear them say, oh my god, I'm getting so fat, and then I would literally, like, what? I'm sorry. I could probably eat both of you right now. What do you mean you're getting fat? And it, yeah, like, you're a popsicle stick, girl. It, no, you're not getting fat. Like, (laughs) it just, it, stuff like that always drives me nuts. Because I'm like, really, girl? Like, you see me sitting here. (laughs) And no, I don't want other people to point out I'm fat. Although it is true. But, like, just j- just look at your surroundings and think, oh, hey, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> read the room. Yeah, read, read the, the room. room. <laughs> what about you? Do you have anybody else in your life that is trying to make resolutions? Like, has Nick, has Nick made any? So, Nick and I are kind of doing the same, like, because we live in the same house. If he doesn't do what I do, oh, yeah. I'm going to break. So, Nick and I are kind of doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> we don't. Because if there's regular soda in the house, I will drink all of it. So, so we're kind of on the same thing as far as that goes. Like, we just don't buy it anymore. And, like, we're eventually going to start calorie counting again. We just haven't started that yet. So, yeah, he's kind of going with what I'm going with. He's not doing it, like, officially like I am. But it just kind of happens that what I do, he does because we live in the same house. And then my mom wedding thing too she wants to look good for my wedding so she's trying to lose weight too look at you inspiring the masses <laughs> no one wants to look like a pig on the ca- camera it's fine exactly <laughs> i told her she's not allowed to lose more weight than me though 
I already have to like stand next to my size zero uh, maid of honor and not look fat. So. <laughs> well, hey, luckily y'all have other plus size people there, so it'll be okay. Right. All right. We'll just put the small ones in between the fat people. And we'll <laughs> like no joke i was like thinking in my head how to arrange my bridesmaids Mm -hmm. to make them look the best that they can (laughs) so for context for the viewers it's me who i'm five foot five 250 pounds and then cody here and then my maid of honor is like tiny oh yeah like 90 pounds soaking wet like tiny my other so my cousin who's gonna be a bridesmaid she's about my size or a little bigger um she has more curves than me so she might be a little bit bigger but she carries it really well like she got the boobs that i did not get (laughs) um (laughs) so she's like bigger too so and then my fourth bridesmaid is she's short and she's not like skinny skinny but she's not like fat either she's just kind of like average size she's had like three kids in three years so she's got like Ah. a little bit of a belly Mm -hmm. to be expected but she's definitely not fat so yeah i was like trying to figure out what the like most aesthetically pleasing order to put people in based on their sizes was. (laughs) (laughs) i'm like should i go skinny fat skinny fat or like (laughs) should i like go bigger as we go out like (laughs) i just get to be at the very end I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but (laughs) it's sad that that's actually a thought in my head is how do we place the people in size order? (laughs) We, you know what? We just really got to lose the weight then. (laughs) (laughs) We just got to all be Evie's size. Oh my God. If I was, if I was easy, if I was Evie's level of thin, I would be dead. bones aren't even i i think your bones probably weigh more your no, bones my, and vital organs probably weigh more than evie my rib cage alone could wrap around her <laughs> <laughs> like there's I zero way <laughs> yes. i love evie but i wish i had her body <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's cool i'm glad your mom is like also taking you know this time to which again grief it pushes you to different extremes like it you gain weight you lose it you get really super sad or you just get numb like it how people grieve is and how they function after death is you know their own yeah shit good for her i'm glad she's in a place where she can think about being about being better for herself right i don't really know I how to hope she does it i hope she does it in a healthy way and like paces herself and doesn't go too gung-ho <laughs> and i would like to say for the record i love you Oh, I said her name. I'm editing it out, so it's fine. (laughs) You are a very... I love being around you. You are so fun. (laughs) Sidebar. I'm going to a Kid Rock concert with her and her friends, and that should be very, very interesting. Why are you going to a Kid Rock concert? I don't know. My mom bought me a ticket and told me I was going. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it'll be funny to get drunk with my mom and her friends. (laughs) Probably. It doesn't matter what music's playing at that time. All Summer Long's not a bad song. It's just the rest of it's kind of shit. 
And also just the his, human his, being is his, terrible. Yeah, his views of everything are kind of fucked up. But yeah, he's... I've come to the point now that I kind of like, I, I don't really pay attention to celebrities' views and stuff. Because everything, like, you're just going to be unhappy with everyone. <laughs> so it's just like, might as well just ignore it. Because you're really not going to make a difference. You being a fan of them is not going to make a difference on them. And... Their political beliefs aren't going to change, like, your view of their work. True. Like, I still like it's Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling's a bitch, but I still like piece Harry of Potter. Shit. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that thing of, like, <laughs> once an artist puts their art out into the world, it's not theirs anymore. Right. It's, yeah. It's the people's interpretation of the work. Now, what right. they want to do with it is what they want to do with it. Like, the R. Kelly thing. Like, I personally, I mean, I didn't know his music. I didn't care about his music. I but everyone knows I believe I can fly. Like, everyone knows that song. But I'm not going to be listening to it giving him any sort of money because he's he's a fucking child rapist. Like, <laughs> True. So I don't want anything to do with him. I'm not going to be giving J.K. Rowling any more of my money, but I already have all the books. I have all the movies. <laughs> I have so much merchandise. Like, I already gave her the coin. Like, she already has it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do my best to not give her any more. <laughs> right, but that doesn't change how you feel about Harry Potter or anything like that. Exactly. It's like Harry Potter isn't J.K. Rowling's anymore. Like Harry Potter is ours. Like right, it, like Chick Fil A. I don't. I'm. I'm sorry, but I'm not <laughs> boycotting Chick Fil A. I have con. I have internal <laughs> conflict over Chick Fil A. <laughs> because and Hobby Lobby. Yeah. Well, actually, I've kind of since I don't live near a Hobby Lobby anymore. I've kind of cut that out, but same with Chick-fil-A. I don't live anywhere near either one of those places anymore, so. But, like. Yeah, Hobby Lobby, I, I can't do, because, like, their, their home decor is so fucking cheap. I know. <laughs> it's Jesus. He makes it cheap. <laughs> I have such a problem, because Hobby Lobby is, like, they have everything. And they always right. have it. So, it. <laughs> And there's not, like, I feel weird going in Michael's because of my situation that happened with them. And Joanne oh, Fabrics just... I don't think just, I ever heard of that. Oh, we'll get into it on the episode we do on, like, jobs and shit. But basically... Oh, did you work there? Yeah, I worked there. Um, And then I was in... Oh. That car crash that I was in a few years ago that, like, fucked up my mm -hmm. shoulder and stuff. That happened on company time. And so... Oh. It was, like, a whole thing... Then I got screwed out of a job because I asked, like, no one told me I needed to work because I let them know, like, I'm ready to come back to work. I've done, like, rehab. I've, you know, I'm I'm healed now and I'm ready to come back. And then they made me a schedule but never told me that I had a schedule. Like, I was waiting to hear back from them and never heard anything. And then when I called, like, a week after trying to ask, like hey, like, wanted to know if you guys put me back on. And they were like, yeah, why didn't you show up? Because no one told me I was supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, and it's a much longer, much more complex story. But, like, that's the gist of it. I got screwed out of my job. And a few years later, I actually had talked to somebody that had worked for that Michaels. And they were like, oh, that shit happens all the time. So, anyway. Back to resolutions. So, we touched on it. I touched on it earlier about like resolutions that I've made in the past that have worked or not worked. I'm really interested to hear like, do you have any success stories? Um, have you succeeded at any of the ones you've made? So 
I'm trying to, like, think back. Like, I think all my resolutions have always, like, revolved around, like, losing weight, being healthy, stuff like that. And they might work for a little while. But, again, like we were talking about earlier, it just kind of always ends up failing. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I've done. I don't think there is. I don't think I've ever done it. And this is sad and, like, probably something I should think about is that the only things I've ever wanted to change about myself is how I looked. So... That kind of says something in and of itself that maybe I should think about other aspects of myself besides my body. <laughs> well, I mean, when it's the thing you have to look at every day, like, you have to live in your head and you have to look at your body. So, like, right, it you gotta fix one or the other. Well, you should. Right, yeah. Ideally, you would fix yeah. both if you think they need fixing. I want to be very right. clear. If you are happy being plus size as a plus size individual, bitch, live your damn life. Like, live it the fuck up. I do not care. Like, I kind of feel like my weight affects my mental health just in, like, how I think others perceive me. Mm-hmm. And, like, that may not change. Like, I can lose down to, like, 150 pounds and, like, probably still feel con- self-conscious about myself and think people are looking at me or judging me or saying shit behind my back. But, like, when I've gotten made fun of in the past, like, school and then after school and, like, all of that, anytime that I was kind of, like, pushed to the side, it was always, like, based on my weight, or at least that's what they would say it was. So I feel like that's really connected to my self-confidence and, like, mm-hmm. how I feel about myself. So I feel like my weight does affect my mental health, but there's also an aspect of, like, that doesn't necessarily mean I need to change the way I look if I can change the way I think. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a balance between both. I can... I can completely relate, and I'm sure a lot of people can, and I can agree that for myself, I had the same problems growing up, although usually the gay thing was more of a pick-on situation than the fat thing, mm-hmm. but the fat thing came first, because right. I've always been no chubby. you were gay, right. My, like, I'll call it my gayness, like, didn't really come come forward until I was probably, like, seven or eight. And that's when it was, like, starting to be noticeable, and kids would make fun of me for it. But I was chubby before that. I, seven or eight, like, I evidently did not have any gaydar whatsoever. (laughs) Well, I didn't know I was gay at that time. I didn't realize I was until I was about 12, because I didn't think about it, because I didn't think it was important. (laughs) And it, it was just a whole thing. But your weight came first, is what you Yes, the, the chubby thing always came first. That was what I got made fun of the most for. It's just, gay is super easy to pick on. <laughs> like, right. Especially the kids that said they were my friends. And then they were like, you're a little fairy, you're a little faggot. Like, oh, I hate that I just said that word. Like your friends would say that? Yeah. Like, the people that I thought were my friends. There was actually one kid who, there were three Cody's in my class. And one of them I thought was my friend. And then after school one day, he, like, just out of the blue, just started picking on me. Like, making me feel like absolute garbage. Like, calling me a fairy, calling me a pussy, calling me a faggot. I want to say for the record, I do not like the F slur. I'm saying it because that's what he said to me. Like, it destroyed me. Like, (laughs) little... Nine, ten-year-old me was like floored by the fact that someone I thought was my friend was then attacking me 
for something I can't change about myself. Like, I'm... Right, and that you didn't even, like, know at the time was a part of your Exactly. Class. It's not like at nine years old I was out sucking dick on the street corner. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Little Cody dick sucking. Ah! Uh, look, in the teenage years, I can't speak to him. He's a he's a different entity. <laughs> like as a kid, I didn't know that that's what I was. I just knew I behaved differently than other boys, and they knew I behaved differently than them. So it was an easy thing to pick on. Back back to resolutions, because that goes into a whole shit storm about self esteem. That we should have a, a uh, another episode on. I actually think there's. I think it's on there. Since you don't really... Do you have anything else you would like to say about yours? Like, I think we've kind of covered why we think they fail. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think we have. Okay. So, I've had a few successes. I've had plenty of failures. Honestly, the last two-ish years, I haven't really made resolutions for the most part. Because 2020 was probably the hardest year of my life. Surviving 2020 was... A resolution all in itself. And the stuff that happened, some of it was caused by COVID, but it wasn't necessarily because of, like, quarantine or anything. Right. And I don't know if any of the people that I separated from are going to hear this. I doubt it. But, like, in 2020, just for context, I had to leave my job. I was working at a Goodwill, and they were not... They refused to take COVID as seriously as they should have. I didn't feel safe, and... Knowing the people that shopped there, they wouldn't be taking it seriously either. So I couldn't stay at that job to keep myself safe. I was actively living with someone who had asthma and respiratory issues in their past. So, like, I couldn't live with myself if I had brought COVID home and got him sick. Like, because it could have killed him. Remember, this was 2020. This was pre-vaccine. It was killing people every minute. Like... And I wouldn't have been able to live with myself if I had brought that home and gotten him sick and hurt him. Because at the time, we were close and we had a good, deep friendship. So I had to leave my job. I was unemployed for several months. Where I was living in Florida, it was impossible to find a job just to begin with. And it was even harder during COVID because so many places were just closed. Like, Mm -hmm. for so long. So many places were closed, and some places actually had to just shut their doors permanently. So it was really hard finding a job. I got unemployment for a short while, which thankfully got me rent-wise through the hard months. There was that. I ended up having to move. I got a new job, but then I, at the beginning of the year, I had, like, there was a friendship that ended because of a lot of different things. I'm not going to go into it because if somehow they are listening, I don't want to say something that'll trigger them. So just the friendship ended. And then closer to the end of the year, I had to move out of my apartment because my relationship with the other two roommates that I had were basically eroded to the point of like, I couldn't handle being there anymore because it was so detrimental for my health, for my mental health, that I was probably at the darkest part of my (laughs) mental health that I've ever been like this was when my depression kicked in this was it was it was bad so I had to move back in with my parents and then found out oh not only do you have to move back in with your parents but you're only going to be there for a month because then you also have to move back to your childhood home 
because your parents' finances are fucked from COVID as well. 2020 was hard as fuck. Although thankfully that year I did reconnect with you. So, you know, there were really good moments too. I will say that. And I really enjoyed my job at Yankee Candle that I had. So, you know, there were good moments. And then 2021, I wouldn't say I made a resolution. It was just sort of like my mindset going into the year of you need to work on yourself. <laughs> like I had to heal from 2020 like a lot. And you can attest to that. You were there like it going through a really hard time. And I ended up having to take like several months like away from other people. Because unfortunately, one of my coping mechanisms is isolation, <laughs> which right. is not necessarily healthy, but it is what it is. Right. You gotta do what you gotta do. And I would say that that worked. <laughs> like, going in with the mindset of this is, like, you've gotta heal from last year. You need to work through your shit. So I guess that was kind of a success right after a year of <laughs> terrible failure. <laughs> Sir, this is a Yankee Candle and I'm a homosexual. Yes, that is an iconic line from yours, truly. <laughs> <laughs> Straight man came in asking uh, what man candles they had. And for the record, <laughs> candles are not gendered. They are simply candles. No candle is man or woman. It just is. You can like whatever smells you like. It's just so fucking stupid. What scent is good for fucking? Oh, that's a real question I got asked. So thank you for bringing that up. Although not exactly that. It was more like, what is a girl going to like and get me laid? I'm the wrong one to ask. I, I'm a big old gay over here. I don't know what the woman's going to like. Probably find her clitoris and do something with it. Like, that's probably the first thing you should do. Not maybe worry about I the I can candles. tell you what I would like, but... Like... And then another one asking me what would cover up weed smell which <laughs> nothing nothing will well we had like we had a candle at halloween that was patchouli scented and my one of my roommates two of them they would smoke weed and he said that that was the candle they would like light to cover up the weed smell so i would recommend the patchouli candle <laughs> but like i hate the smell of patchouli so i was always like this is what you could use but don't open it around me <laughs> <laughs> you need to smell it across the store. <laughs> I think the biggest one that I've had success-wise is stop eating beef. So I, that was either the first or second year I moved to Florida. And it was kind of... Because beef is so bad for your heart. Like, it's... And it was super easy for me to cut out because we were really poor at the time. And beef at that time was when it was, like, getting insanely expensive. So it was pretty easy to cut out, and we didn't need it super often to begin with. And I had my sister to help me. She and I both cut it out at the Doesn't same time. Doesn't it make you throw up, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, how were you still eating it if it made you physically ill? Well, no, 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 no. That wasn't beef, that was dairy. Which, apparently, according to my mother, I've always been lactose-sensitive slash intolerant. Sensitive. Um, I just didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so... So you're not allergic to beef? No, I'm not allergic allergic, no. It's, that's something I tell people. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't like beef. Like, I'm forced to eat it because I have low iron levels and, like, beef is one of the few things that actually has, like, a decent amount of iron in it. 
So, like, I would not eat beef if no one made me. But, like, Nick's like, you have to eat it because you need the iron. Have you tried iron supplements? Oh, they make me sick. Oh. I'm on slow fate iron, which is a slow release, and that one's not that bad. But, like, I need protein and iron and shit, so, like, red meat's the best way to get it. But I don't eat very much of it, and I don't like it. And I have found that, like, when I eat, like, steak or something like that, which I don't like steak. (laughs) I don't like red meat. Like, if you took it away and told me I could never have it again, I'd be okay. Mm -hmm. Should I have my chicken, please? (laughs) I don't. I, like, would not eat red meat if I wasn't forced to. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's, like, holding a gun to my head saying you're going to eat the red meat, but, like... Except for Nick. I, I'm, I'm engaged <laughs> to a carnivore. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, when he makes spaghetti and stuff, I'll eat the, like, noodles, and, like, there'll be, like, a little pile of ground beef on my plate. <laughs> I'll give it to the dog. <laughs> but, no, I, I say that... What the fuck? I'm so sorry. I just got a notification from Instagram saying that someone named Swastika Garwal followed. <laughs> so that's fun. I must give off big Nazi energy. Um, but <laughs> so stupid. Uh, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, that's something I tell people because it's so much easier to just say I'm intolerant than it is to be like, I don't want to eat it. <laughs> because I've straight up told people like, oh, I just don't like I don't want to eat beef. You know, it's not very good for me. And then they'll, like, fight me on it. So it's much easier to say, oh, I'm just allergic to it. Oh, no, I didn't know that. But, I mean, that makes sense. That's the one I use as the success, the true success. Because I still haven't eaten it. Except for, like, I had pepperoni a few times, which fucked me up. And I was unknowingly given beef at one point and got fucked up. Which... How that happened, I still don't know. I think it was a test. But, yeah. And it's also, like, there is a history of, like, beef allergy in my family. So it's Mm -hmm. not surprising that it fucks me up so bad when I have it. Like, my cousin, she can't eat beef at all. And that same year, I also, like, I was trying to cut back on dairy. And thankfully, that's kind of when the intolerance slash sensitivity kicked in for dairy. Which made it easier. Do you still eat pork? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like pork. I love sausage. Like, I will fuck up some sausage. Swastika on Instagram would probably be glad that you eat pork. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love a good bratwurst. <laughs> God. I'm so... Like, I need to look at this person. Same. I'm honestly, so... Same. <laughs> it's got, like, a little girl's photo. as, And it's private, so I can't even, like... What the fuck? I just got an email from, and this is completely unrelated to that too, but like, since we're, we're, you're looking up swastika. So I emailed <laughs> this guy and was like, this is from the venue that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I like, I said, we're waiting for my mom to get a bonus from the second week of March and we'll pay our deposit and reserve anything. But then after that, I said, is there any way we can get the prices for the different bar options? We are still pretty far away from the wedding, but we we're trying to get our budget nailed down. So knowing how much we're planning on paying for alcohol would be really helpful. And all he said in reply was, I look forward to hearing back from you in March sometime. Like, that was not the answer to my question, sir. Uh, sir, I asked more than one thing. Right. How much is your alcohol? Because if your alcohol is going to be $5,000. 
then it's kind of <laughs> not worth the the venue being a little cheaper. He's gonna tell me before I put a deposit down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he better not jerk you around. You are not in the mood. You're new and improved, Our... Rebecca. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give. So we already talked about good alternatives to New Year's resolutions. We kind of touched on that quite a bit. What do you think of as a good long-term solution? Like, I think therapy is a good way to go. (laughs) Because truly, I mean, like I said earlier, what are we doing with resolutions? We're trying to improve our lives. And, you know, what better way to improve your life than going to therapy? Right. And I think there's stuff that, like, we can't do on our own. Like, especially, like, as I was talking about earlier, like... I think as far as the way I do things, there might be like some like borderline eating disorder stuff going on. And I think that getting help from someone who knows how to deal with that could definitely possibly be super helpful. And even like not Mm -hmm. if that's not even an issue, but just having someone who knows how your brain works as far as self-confidence and like why you're doing these things could definitely be super helpful. There's another word that Mm -hmm. I wanted to use besides helpful, but I can't remember. (laughs) I'm not in a place to be able to get therapy right now, but I would love to be able to because I know there's still things that I really need to work on and a resolution can help with it, but it won't fix it. Like, And unfortunately, like I said earlier, one of the ways I cope with things is isolation. That works decently well, but it's also not super healthy. <laughs> like, And I can recognize that. Me needing to not talk to anyone for like two months is not healthy. <laughs> It's not a great way to deal with things. I just, I, I think that's just a great step for anybody. Yeah. Like. Yeah, if you have the ability to get therapy, it, it's like so helpful. Mm-hmm. I think that should be everyone's resolution. Pretty much every year. Right. <laughs> Go to therapy if you can. Stay in therapy. Just, yeah. Resolutions. Because I think after the past few years, like all of us have some shit we can talk about. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> The last two years have given me so much ammunition for therapy. Like, the past two years alone would take, like, a month of sessions to even deal with. And thankfully, I mean, I've gotten better, but, lord. Dealing with, like, specifically, like, having those friendships end and being, especially in the end, being really betrayed. Like, it it really fucked with uh, my natural inclination to, like, put up a wall. You can attest to this because we became friends at a time when, uh, originally we became friends at a time when I was very guarded. I had my walls up like it was, I was just not in a place to be a great friend or to have friends really because I didn't for the most part because I got picked on so much. So that's a natural thing for me to just be like, nope, (laughs) I will absolutely not. There will be a wall up and I will talk to you sometimes, but that is it. And that's also (laughs) not healthy. Although I don't think I ever put up with that shit. I'd make you talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca came into my life at a time where I really needed people to do that for me. <laughs> I, will, I will say to the end of time that she is probably the reason I am more well-adjusted now. <laughs> I was so, like, I'm not kidding about the isolation thing, people. It is a struggle. Like... <laughs> I retreat inward so bad. (laughs) I apologize for not respecting your isolation. But now I know that it's a coping mechanism and I won't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were kids. We were literal children. (laughs) So 
knowing <laughs> knowing ourselves so much better now and being able to recognize like oh he's doing this she's doing this or he's doing this for this reason like it's a lot more helpful <laughs> it's allowed us to be friends as adults so yeah i mean i think we've touched on pretty much everything i wanted to talk about for resolutions have you yeah i think so too and i think we stayed like pretty on topic and like had meaningful conversation which is a change yeah um it went really (laughs) smoothly (laughs) but anyway yeah i i really enjoyed this um this is a cool first episode i think all right guys well that's our thoughts on new year's resolutions uh thanks so much for listening uh please you know subscribe to the podcast so you can be you know notified when we've got new episodes we're gonna try to upload every week and try to be really consistent and yeah like we're having a good time like us and rate us on whatever you can like us and rate us on because it's different on like every platform <laughs> and, and if there's a comment thing tell us what your your new year's resolutions are and how you yeah. feel about them yes and be nice please this is our first episode so like Don't be nice cry no <laughs> <laughs> or else we'll have to read it in the next episode <laughs> if you leave us a mean comment, I will read it and let these people know. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope you guys have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.